tying that back in with withholding no good words, I'm seriously, I'm serious. It trips me up. <laughs> okay. Giving Maybe giving the good words. You wanna you wanna re-record this episode? Yeah. Just <laughs> standardize from the beginning. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to the Early Robin Gets the Worm podcast. Today I'm especially grateful because I have my friend Sid on the podcast. Uh, this is special for a number of reasons, but um, we'll get into that. But Sid, thank you so, so much for joining. Hi, thank you for having me. This is so fun. I'm so excited. It's been, I feel like, a long time coming for us to like actually chat. So for this to happen is so exciting. Yeah. I mean, like even when we, so we just had a FaceTime call before this, but like you said, that was kind of our first legitimate like conversation, (laughs) which is so crazy to think. But I mean, it's so clear that obviously you're such a warm and genuine person. So I feel just so grateful to be talking to you. I can say the same. Like, it feels like an honor to be on your little podcast. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you. Well, here, let's explain to the listeners what we mean. We have been... Instagram, (laughs) internet friends, all these years, uh, because as some people know, um, I used to run this devotional account. So like a Christian devotional account where I would just uh, post little blurbs every day about what I learned and just like my uh, faith walk so far. And then we had this nice little community and you were part of it. Uh, You had your own account too. Yeah, I did. Um, I had sort of the same vibe account. I um, had this journaling Bible and I decided that um, some of the doodles I would, you know, draw in my journaling Bible and the things I would write, I would just post to this devotional account. And like you said, we really did have such a good little community on there. Um, that was back, I don't know, three, four years ago, like really strong yep. community then. Oh, those were I never thought I'd be able to say this by my age, but those were like the glory days. (laughs) That community was, like you said, so strong. Um, Lots of, I don't know, just lots of other people, honestly, our age, just running devotional accounts before meeting everybody who became great friends, by the way, that I'm still in touch with. I expected that, oh, if there are Christian accounts out there, it's just kind of the cheesy ones you see, like, you know, just the random first pictures or something. But there was a whole like, army of us. It's true. Just like posting like devotionals. And I wanted to say your account, you mentioned like with the journaling Bible, your account was really unique because um, the rest of us were like writing words and stuff. And I always loved reading other people's, but yours always had like this time-lapse video of your Bible (laughs) journaling. And like, I'm a very visual person. And so I loved seeing your art. You are so talented. And so, I don't know, you were just like such a cool aspect to all my friends that I had in that group. Well, I really appreciate that. That's so nice. Um, But sort of the way that I came about like starting this whole journaling Bible process was I I just remember like my mom and I were out at like the Christian bookstore Mm -hmm. and I was like, man, I just really want a new Bible. That's not like my little pink girls, kids Bible. You know what I'm talking about? Sort of. (laughs) So we were looking and I was like, oh, some of my cousins who I really looked up to had um, a journaling Bible. And I was like, oh, this seems like it would be really beneficial, um, really fun. So I got one and I just started like doodling in it because I really can't like draw things, but I can doodle. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> For some reason, I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like, if you asked me to draw a person, it would be so, so terrible. And I would never want to show anybody. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, I can really, I can really. Um, I love to, like, doodle and write the things that, like, um, I was reading in scripture. So, honestly, that those few years were a super big part in my, like, spiritual walk mm-hmm. and my growth um, and my walk with the Lord. So, I'm really thankful that that account was, like, you know, happening for me because like writing out, you know, my thoughts and just, you know, piecing out what I had, what the Lord had taught me through scripture. That was just like such a big part of how I grew back in like the beginning years of high school. Oh, I totally agree. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it would have been a very different situation. Like even if I was, you know, doing the things that I did on my account, but without community. I mean, that's why it was such a blessing that we did have all those friends with similar accounts because I feel that when you're doing that and you have people supporting you and cheering you on and honestly growing at the same time as you, yeah, that's such a gift. And I feel that if I were doing it just for, let's say like a few close friends or like just my family was seeing it, um, I think it would have been quite different. But to, to see that all these people that were my age that I had no reason to know other than this account right were sitting there and encouraging me to like be on fire for Jesus and they were doing mm-hmm. the same um i think that's a similarity i hear in our stories just yeah just how encouraging it is and honestly just fun like it was a good yeah, time it was so fun and like reading other people's posts too like i remember reading your posts and of course like some of the other girls who ran the accounts and i was so encouraged by what you guys were writing and sharing mm-hmm. and learning and i was like wow like these girls are the same age as i am and it's just so encouraging to have people who are like minded and learning and like committed to growing and even when we mess up like we yeah. can share it like it's totally fine it's normal so exactly. like that part of life i it's just so sweet and um definitely a part of growing for me and my faith. Yeah, I can't agree more. And yeah, just getting probably lifelong friends from it. um, Actually, before this episode goes up, this is a little bit meta, but (laughs) the one before this one is going to be with my friend Christina, who was also part of that community. That's Um, awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, here we are just like now you guys are back then it was we were all walking together in that journey. And now you guys are coming on here and giving your time to my new project, which is this podcast. And it's just blows my mind. We had so much fun. And I think genuinely said like the, one of the most fun memories I have from that season. And this says a lot, cause I did have a lot of fun, uh, was the collab. <laughs> we did. Oh my goodness. Do you remember this? The yeah. I remember so good. <laughs> So um, basically, yeah, it became a thing. I guess we were all like hot shots or whatever because we'd all like <laughs> we'd all pair up and be like collab with this other account, and then we'd always like I don't know, one of us would write half of the devotion yeah. and the other would do this thing. But like I mentioned, your account was pretty unique because, uh, to my understanding, you were kind of the only one doing at least like the main premise was Bible journaling. So when we decided to collab. It was already so cool because we split it where you did the art side and like did this whole art portion. <laughs> and then I wrote the devotional to go with the video. Yes. And the thing was, we were, dang, Sid, like we were so coordinated. We were. <laughs> the art we did was to the song Sparrows by Jason Gray. <laughs> Which is so old now, guys. 
old but good, you know. But it is, um, it is. Like not only did we have legitimately the song playing in the background, but we full on like ran with the verse that that song was based on. And looking back, I'm like, wow, go, go sophomore me, you know, like mm-hmm. me just living my best life. I remember downloading the song from iTunes to play oh. in the background of the time lapse. <laughs> and I was so excited. I was so pumped. I was like, oh. yes. No, me too. I think, okay, all the memories are rushing back. I think I was literally maybe in a Costco parking lot or something when your text (laughs) came through. And it was like Christmas. I opened up your video message and I was like, we are the coolest people (laughs) in this community, in this city, on (laughs) earth. Like we have dominated. (laughs) So I actually, when you... uh message me about this podcast (laughs) I went back and looked in my bible because I have a new bible since then but I went back and looked and hold on I don't remember the day but now I have feel like I have to look yeah please okay I'm gonna open my old bible it's right here and find it because I know the verse too it's in Matthew 6 (laughs) oh here it is um June 30th 2017 stop five years ago wait (gasps) Sid, June thirtieth is the day I started this podcast. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. I love this. I love it this all. This is like full circle in some weird ways. <laughs> full circle. That is exactly the word for it. I'm so glad you dated that. Yeah, I date everything. <laughs> I feel like kind of. Oh wait, it's not in Matthew six. My bad. Um, it was in Matthew ten. <laughs> Hey, I'm just concerned about the date, to be honest. Not God's word. <laughs> um, that's that's so crazy to me. I'm so glad you have it. And it's so cool that you can literally look back at the actual page that we yeah, yeah that we worked on. It was just, wow, that was the peak of my career. I will not lie. It's amazing. I'll send you a picture of it. I'd love that. It's going to go on this post when I promote it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, then I'll make it look good. I'll take a picture afterwards. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so that, needless to say, was just such such a great time, I think, for everyone all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was wondering, though, I think since then, both of us, if not pretty much everybody in that community, uh, kind of stopped. Like, it kind of phased out, uh, not in a bad way necessarily, but... I think that season was just over. Um, I think everybody had kind of different reasons, but I was just wondering for you, was there a specific reason or did it just kind of fade out? Yeah, um, I kind of agree with what you were saying before, that that season just kind of ended, not really for any bad reason, um, just because um, I actually figured out how to study my Bible well. (laughs) Um, Not to say I wasn't like, you know, yeah. reading scripture before, but like actually my personal like quiet time changed and um, just, I wasn't posting a lot, not because I didn't want to, but just because I was like journaling stuff personally. And um, I just kind of stopped like doing drawings in my Bible, not because I didn't like it anymore, but you know, just because yeah. my own personal quiet time had changed and I still really loved it. But um, also I didn't want like social media to be like 
an idol really in my life. So I ended up like deleting the page, which seems kind of extreme. But um, honestly, I think it was kind of beneficial just as like, you know, keeping my heart in check with like making sure I wasn't putting that above like my actual relationship with the Lord. So yeah. That takes a lot of, a lot of self-awareness. Um, I think, I think it's really cool what you said. I love it that you weren't leaving because you were leaving God or because if that account ended, that meant that your faith ended, you know, (laughs) if anything, just, I don't know, based on what I see through now your personal Instagram, if anything, I feel like you're stronger than ever in your faith and just serving God. Um, And I think it's really cool that it could still be such a big part of your life. And that just reminds you that um, uh, ministry or just spending time with God can take different shape in different seasons. And honestly, if you had forced yourself to keep on this account or put that pressure on yourself, that might've even been worse. You know, I don't Mm want to speak for you, but I know for me uh, with my account kind of stopping all that, um, I think it would have been worse if I kept trying to force myself into that box mm-hmm. and saying, no, this is the only thing that defines my walk with God. Cause that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, it's just right. a supplement and just an outpouring, I guess, or an overflow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I love seeing it just through your example too of, um, yeah, that faith can take different shapes in different seasons. It for sure can. And I think actually getting this journaling Bible was like an, a jump start for me in, um, in reading scripture, actually, because I never really seriously read scripture mm. um, before, at least consistently before like freshman year of high school when I got this Bible. So to have like all of my high school years in this little Bible is just so special to look back and see like how much the Lord has grown me <laughs> since then. Um, and yeah, definitely. It was like that account was definitely a supplement, like you said, and it was it was an overflow. I love that word um, of what I had been learning, and now I'm doing ministry at my home church. So um, definitely serving in different capacities, but the Lord is still growing me, which I'm very thankful for, and I hope it never stops. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love what you said about how your Bible is almost like a little. I don't know. I feel like it's almost a, a bit of time frozen in, in the pages. Mm-hmm. I, I think for you, yours would be a lot more <laughs> visually appealing. <laughs> but mine had lots, lots of writing. And it's so mind-blowing to me when I look back and see all my sticky notes or all the notes or even just the things I highlighted. And that makes me realize those are the things that were important to me back then. Um, those are the things I was going through, even if I didn't explicitly like write out you know, my journal and my Bible, like the fact that certain things meant as much as they did to me then, um, in order to mark it, like it, it really shows just, I don't know what you were going through. And, uh, he really has been with us through it all. Like back then now we'll mm-hmm. continue. To be. Um, yeah, I just love it. Such a great reminder. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, continuing to stay with the word and everything, um, of course, you're just such a valued friend to me. I cherish you so much. So it was bound to happen that I would have asked you to be on this podcast <laughs> anyways. Uh, but what did kind of like totally push me immediately to ask you pretty soon after I started was you actually posted, you reposted this Instagram post and it just had four words on it. It said, withhold no good words. And then you included this extra quote with it that said, in every encounter, we either give life or drain it. 
there is no neutral exchange. I have never swiped up faster on a story. <laughs> I was like, Sid, please. I've been thinking about this so much recently. And this totally captures everything I've been thinking about. Please, can you come on and talk about this on the podcast? I think this idea is so important. So you know, I'm so grateful that you're here. But um, I kind of wanted to just pick your brain on like why that why did that mean so much to you? Like, why did those words out of everything that's posted these days, why did that resound with you so much? Is there a reason? Yeah, I heard that specific quote that you mentioned, not withhold no good words, but in every encounter, we either give life or we drain it. There is no neutral exchange. Mm -hmm. So that's by Brennan Manning. Can't take credit for that. He wrote a book called The Ragamuffin Gospel, which in all honesty, I haven't gotten completely through yet, but that's okay. <laughs> He's a really smart guy. Um, <laughs> Um, but speaking to that post, um, it was from a Christian like clothing apparel company. So I can't take credit for that either. <laughs> um, I just love, you know, learning from wise people. But yeah, the premise behind this post um, was just like, what if we decided to just like withhold no good words? Like if you're in a conversation, you know, what if you're like, Robin, I'm so thankful for how thoughtful you are and how genuine you are mm. and um, how you ask intentional questions. Mm. Like, yeah. it's not, um, I don't want to like be not genuine with the compliments I give. Like, I want to be intentional about like encouraging other people. Like, I don't want to withhold that. So if I can encourage somebody, why not do it? You know, like, why not comment? Yeah. On somebody's Instagram post, you know, the encouraging compliment that you think in your head. Um, like you can make somebody's day so much better um, yeah. by giving a compliment or a smile, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's sort of the premise <laughs> behind mm -hmm. that. No, I, I totally agree. I will say to the listeners, we're a bit biased. <laughs> I know we're both very much words of affirmation people in the love languages. Mm -hmm. um, so... So I, of course, wholeheartedly agree, but I think some people do withhold good words, not because they don't think it or that they're mean people or don't want to encourage somebody. But I honestly, like even, even being a words of F person, I definitely get it where sometimes it feels like it's just going to be weird um, or that, you know, like somebody might look at you funny or might just seem like, oh no, this is so random. Why should I say it? Like it might be embarrassing. And Honestly, that's true. Like it might be embarrassing and it might be awkward, but the way I kind of think about it is like that's worth the risk when you weigh that against the total potential you have to make somebody's day or to even just give them the smallest bit of encouragement. Um, even if encouraging words don't mean as much to them as it might to me or to you, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, still, like, <laughs> can, can a good word really hurt, you know? Um, so that's kind of how I come at it. And that's why I really, really love that post. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess more in a biblical sense. So you had that uh, Brennan Manning um, quote, which was so good. But yeah. I that just reminded me of the verse, like the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so that's just saying like your words have the power to either like really give life into somebody or it could cut somebody down. But when you when you are speaking life into somebody like you're going to see the reward of that whether it's in the impact you make on them but honestly in a selfish way i think it makes you feel good too that <laughs> you can give out love 
Yeah, for sure. And I think that is, is something that can, yeah, like you said, just impact you in a way that it's kind of life-giving to yourself, which sounds kind of selfish, but honestly, um, like, you know, withholding no good words means like giving life to somebody else mm-hmm. and also like receiving that, Yeah, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely. It's a nice, it's a nice, pleasant little cycle. It is. Yeah. I... I actually didn't think of this before, but now that we're talking, I was realizing though that sometimes you can literally give words to yourself. And I, I think you have to. Uh, I This is something I had to learn this last school year. I think I always thought when people said things like, oh, positive self-talk or whatever, I thought that was just fluff, you know, just like um, it doesn't really matter, you know, what what really is that? But I realized the more gracious you are with yourself and more willing you are to be kind to yourself and just even give yourself encouragement if you did something well. That could really, really shift your frame of mind, I guess, and your overall outlook on life. Yeah, for sure. I know that when like you do say or just even thinking more negative things about yourself, it really does impact how you look at yourself and how you feel. Yeah. Um, so I think practicing um, looking at yourself like you are made in the image of God, like he created you in his image. And that is a beautiful thing because he doesn't make mistakes. So mm-hmm. I think if if you can't think of anything else, just think of that and that'll be enough. But yeah. <laughs> even just practicing um, other things like, hey, like I'm really proud that I did that. Yeah, like, exactly. sweet. <laughs> like um, instead of thinking of things from a more negative point of view it's really easy to be negative it's so much easier mm-hmm. <laughs> to be like oh and complain about a lot of things but even yeah. just thinking of the things you do um how you view yourself and other people just with a more positive light is a lot better for your mental health i think and at least in my experience i am um, i think it's so much easier to think and say good things about other people So it's like, if you can't even, if you're withholding good words from others, um, if you can't even do that, how much harder is it going to be, at least for me in my experience, like how much harder is it going to be to be kind to yourself and give yourself encouragement? I, I think it would be all the more difficult if you, if you can't even do it for other people. Mm -hmm. That is very true. So do you have any examples just off the top of your head of when maybe like not withholding good words? Oh, that's really confusing. Double negative. <laughs> <laughs> when giving when giving good words has really paid off. Do do you feel like you have specific examples in your life? Um, I feel like some of my closest relationships with my friends are strengthened by withholding no good words or with just, you know, giving good <laughs> words. Um, so one of my closest friendships, I would say probably, yeah, one of my closest friendships were both words of AF people. Mm. Like we both um so if you're not I'm sorry (laughs) um but we both are intentional about giving each other good words and with just encouraging each other she she never fails to bring a smile to my face um just because of her encouragement to me so um and that's in a lot of different ways um and I know that'll look different for different people but um even just through text I'm like hey I'm thankful for like this specific thing that you did Um, so, and I think we're both good at that. Like, I don't want to 
you know, toot our own horns. (laughs) But that's like one of my strongest friendships. So I think doing that consistently just strengthens your relationship with somebody. So um, I'm trying to be better at doing this with strangers. So I think part (laughs) of the reason I like reposted this picture was like to encourage myself to like be better at doing this with people I don't know. So yeah. Well, that could be hard though with strangers. Um, The way I come at it uh, and thinking about it is that uh, I don't withhold good words because to me, it seems such a waste because I know words mean so much to me when people give me compliments or encouragement. And so I'm always thinking, oh, like it impacts me that hard. I would hate to, you know, think something of somebody and then not tell them because it could do the same for them. Um, But I have realized that that's not always necessarily true. And that for some people it could be weird, especially if you are a stranger. Like I have an example too of just when it's, um, it's like, weird or like it's been a failure to give words of aff because I am literally like I am the 50 year old mom who comments on celebrities posts and it's honestly it's honestly not because I'm waiting for them to notice me or to you know like recognize me or anything it is genuinely not it's just like if I think something good about them I'm like it's gonna be wasted if I don't say this like it could make their day if they ever see it which they won't you know because they're celebrities but (laughs) And then I always think about how embarrassing it must be when other friends, you know, because if you have mutuals and you're following the same account, yeah, you see your account comes their comments. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure, like, nobody's ever told me this, but I am so certain that my friends have seen, like, <laughs> my, my weird, like, just, like, my habit of commenting on celebrities' posts. And they're probably thinking, like, that is so cringe. But to be honest, like, I cannot do it. I physically cannot think something nice and not say it. Um, I love that. That is so fun. <laughs> so so basically, the moral of the story is just for your own entertainment, follow all the celebrities that I follow. <laughs> and you will always see me coming off desperate. <laughs> what if we all just commented nice things on, wouldn't, like, under your comment about that person? Aww, <laughs> we'll just carry on the nice. trend, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. And like, of course, those comments come up all the time because they're celebrities, you know, and so that means they're talented and beautiful. (laughs) So there's never not a post or there's never, what is it with these double negatives? There's never a post that goes by where I don't comment. (laughs) Do you feel like, I don't know, do you feel like you have a similar experience where sometimes it's, it just kind of ends up awkward? Yeah, I think part of loving others well is, um, I mean, it's not even like recognizing other people's love languages because, I mean, I love like learning about the love languages, but it's not everything, you know, you don't want to base somebody's entire personality off love language. Um, But I definitely have friends that don't really um, love a word of affirmation. (laughs) So it's definitely been, been some times where, you know, I compliment someone or, you know, give somebody a, a nice word, word of aff and, it really, really makes the situation more awkward. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, we learn. We learn from those experiences. <laughs> At least you tried. Uh, it was worth the risk. <laughs> it, you know, it's worth the risk. And that's okay. You know, uh, what's life without being a little awkward sometimes? So, <laughs> um, I know. I yeah. Know. I'm pretty, I'm fairly certain that there are these specific people where I literally find myself swiping up 
on every single one of their Instagram stories because they just always post great things. But I can tell kind of from the reaction that maybe that's not like <laughs> like the most ideally received. So this sounds dramatic. I feel like I'm always like twitching and like telling myself when I see their posts, I'm like, uh, uh, like don't comment, don't comment, don't hate it, don't do it, don't do it, don't be kind, don't be you kind. You can just hit the little, the new feature where it's like liking somebody's story. It's not enough for me, Sid. It's, it's not, not enough. It's, it's sometimes <laughs> it's it's never for me. I need to say something. Insert the song "Never Enough." <laughs> it should play right now. <laughs> it should. Uh, thanks, royalties. I wish I could <laughs> just imagine it. <laughs> imagine it. That's. Should we have a moment of silence? Just. <laughs> we can't. We can't do it. <laughs> no, I can't make it. Um. No, but I think, like, I was even thinking, though, while you were talking, that people talk so much, right, about, even in neutral situations, the importance of communication, right? right. Like, whether it's with your roommates, your family, um, your partner, I don't know, coworkers, whatever, communication is key. Like, you can't go about anything without saying words, <laughs> right, to get across ideas. And... So all the more I think about it, like, wow, communication itself is already so important. Uh, how much more could it be impactful if you add a tint of positivity to it? You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Like, I took just like an everyday, like, you know, your run-of-the-mill average speech class mm-hmm. that you have to take in college. And that mm-hmm. is emphasized so much. And one of the things that I was thinking about uh, when you mentioned the importance of communication is listening. And I think... Um, that active listening is really valuable in any aspect mm-hmm. of communication. Like I love a friend or just a person in general. Um, I met a lady at church the other day and we talked forever and she was a great listener. And I think that is just really valuable and really sweet, a good quality to have. So mm-hmm. I think even in like giving a good word, um, yeah. just like listening to somebody, listening to their story. Um, that's how you can, sometimes encourage people better is when you listen to what they have to say. So um, yeah, that's another piece, I guess. That was so good. I did not see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome. Actually. Yeah. I'm like processing. Yeah. My roommate is just a really great listener too. So I think part of that just is a nod to her. So Shout out if she ever listens. <laughs> shout out. What's her name? Can we name drop? Maddie. Aw, shout yeah. out Maddie. Hi, Maddie. <laughs> uh, here's a question for you. I didn't prepare you with this, so <laughs> a bit Ooh, on the spot. Okay. We're talking about great listeners. I, like genuinely asking if – let's just like sit here and brainstorm for a bit. Like what does, what does it mean to be a good listener? I mean just mm. – is it just like staying silent and – hearing everything or do do you think there's more than that I think it definitely you're still like playing an active part in the conversation Mm -hmm. even when you're not talking in the conversation sometimes listening means not giving a response if that's Mm -hmm. what like that person needs in the moment but sometimes it does mean like listening uh with intentionality so you can you know when it's your turn to talk again Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you can give a response that is like not well constructed, but like oh, yeah. at least thought out with some intention, not just like mm. mm-hmm, or like yeah. <sighs> it's like it's not something that like when a professor calls on you in class and you weren't listening and you're like, oh crap, right. it's my turn. Oh. Like you don't want to be that person in the conversation, you know? Yeah. 
That's so good. <laughs> Tying that back in with withholding no good words. I'm seriously, I'm serious. <laughs> it trips me up. <laughs> giving giving the okay. good words. Maybe we'll change it. Give it. You want to yeah. you want to re-record this episode just <laughs> standardize from the beginning. Start from start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, um no, honestly in all seriousness, I love what you said about after you do your part in listening. An important part is probably giving back those good words, but also good words could take shape in different forms, I guess. So I think one could be like, maybe it's giving good advice. You know, maybe those are the good words by giving mm. good advice when somebody needs it. But that's also the key when somebody needs it in this last year or two when I've had different struggles in my life. Um, I've realized all the more the importance of sometimes just people validating you or vice versa or just listening to what you have to say and then just um, encouraging you or speaking to your character, or reminding you of who you are even when you don't feel like it, you know what I mean? So definitely that that aspect of good words can be taken either way and you just have to have the discernment to know when it's right to give good advice or just to give good validation. Yeah, because sometimes advice is not wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to know, I think, sometimes when, but it's okay. That's when you can pray for wisdom and discernment and yeah, uh, you can figure that out, but for sure the value of good advice and just validation when, you know, you're in a conversation with somebody and they're such a good listener and communicator and they can know when to give you that. It's so valuable. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of like my role models in life have mm -hmm. are really good at that. And I think it can be daunting sometimes to, to feel like, you need to have that emotional intelligence and you hope you're giving the right thing. But I mm -hmm. saw this quote once, probably like on Pinterest or something, but <laughs> um, that, that I really liked it said, sometimes it's important just to ask, like after you hear them out, you're just like, okay, what do you need right now? Do you want me to, to just listen or do you want me to give you my advice? And then I think you know, th there's nothing wrong with that to just explicitly ask. And honestly, that might be even more appreciated if you put the ball yeah. in their court and the person who is talking to you just kind of gets to choose and make it very clear to you. I don't think there is anything wrong with that. Um, mm -hmm. This is such a random memory that's coming back to me now. Um, but speaking of <laughs> when we when we were awesome <laughs> and had our accounts, <laughs> Um, I think genuinely a lot of it like did put my heart in a good place, but I think also doing that in some ways inflated my sense of like, oh, I'm the person who, who does like have good ideas or maybe words of encouragement mm -hmm. for people because yeah. literally the whole premise of all my posts was what I learned from the word of God. So here's how I think you should be, um, taking that and applying it to your life. So nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that, but I think I realized that, uh, unintentionally, that was bleeding into a lot of my conversations, which sometimes helped because people did come to me for advice. But I just remember one time one of my closest friends was very vulnerable. She opened up to me about just all these struggles she was having and, you know, just being very open in that sense. And then I just remember, I cringe now looking back, but I just... <laughs> This sounds unreal. I literally, I was like, oh, this reminds me of something I just wrote. So I literally went back to my Instagram post and copied and pasted something that was very obviously like preachy. It was literally like mm -hmm. preaching whatever I had written. And so I sent that to her and I, this totally surprised me, but she responded very honestly. It was like, 
uh, I, I appreciate that and thanks for taking the time. But honestly, that all sounds really cheesy to me. And, mm-hmm. and back then, I remember it being like a knife in the heart. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, no. Like, she needs – she's losing Jesus, you know? <laughs> like, oh, no. Um, she's not open to this. And so I had such a different mindset, whereas looking back now, I'm like, no, girl. Robin, that was just a lack of empathy on your part. And people talk about mm-hmm. this a lot these days, like – empathy versus sympathy, sympathy just being, oh, I feel for you, by the way, here's a bunch of advice versus empathy just going down and like sitting in the dumps with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes just sitting with somebody in in whatever they're going through is honestly just more beneficial to them than advice or validation. Just, you know, the, the power of presence is really important. For sure. I think... Um, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Wait. <Okay. laughs> what was I going to say? Um... <laughs> this is the rest of the podcast. This is the majority. I just sit here and think. Um, it probably doesn't matter that much. Um, if I think of it, I'll just like patch it in. <laughs> no, but I just... Uh, it's so... Wait, I just remembered it. Sorry, this is so bad. I lost it again. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is the most like unprofessional podcast you'll ever listen to or be a part of. No, it's okay. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever oh, be a part of a podcast. Oh, go. Sorry. Go. Okay. Before I forget. <laughs> uh, it's not even that deep also. <laughs> just this, have no expectation. Um. No, people, just a lot of people would talk about the importance of like giving empathy and stuff and like sitting with people and once I started adapting that and doing that to the people in my life, I saw a gigantic difference in like before it was just like, oh, people would be like, oh, thanks, you know, <laughs> probably trying to be really nice about it. Whereas I would say, no, honestly, that's so valid. And then I'd kind of expound on like my perspective of why the issue sucked for them. And they'd respond and be like, thank you so much like for understanding and I totally agree. And that is exactly why I feel this way. And then I find that once you say that kind of thing, actually that opens up the door more for them to like be willing to see the other side, but first they have to sort themselves out. And a lot of times it's very helpful if somebody else can shed light on it, you know? Yeah. Like seeing somebody else's perspective from like a number, like people have so many different perspectives on so many things and just seeing that and talking about it is really beneficial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely a huge lesson I've learned, both rece- from receiving and then giving. As mm-hmm. we said, overflow. That is the name yeah. of the game. <laughs> overflow. <laughs> um, so, Sid, it's been so great to talk. Before we end off, hmm, also another on-the-spot question. You can take a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, what do you think are some of – the highest compliments either that you have received or that you could receive that you really hope that people think of you and that if they didn't withhold good words, I think I got it that time. Um, if they gave you these good words, what would be the best ones to hear for you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is, that's wow. <laughs> I feel like I need to take some time to think about that. I don't know. No, for or, sure. like ask my friends. I'm like, what would you say about me? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I would love that. Honestly, it would totally make my head big, but I totally like reach out to <laughs> oh, I know. Um, I, I think it's really 
a high compliment when people say like you're easy to be around or you're easy Mm -hmm. to talk to um I I think that is important to me for some reason in my head (laughs) yeah um I really appreciate that a lot um or just in being joyful like if somebody says you are a joyful person that means a lot to me because that's how I like truly like try to be not just like on social media or not just around certain people but that's how I want to live my life um Mm. because it's short why not be joyful while you can (laughs) um so yeah Yeah. and also just you know trying striving to live more like Jesus that's not really a compliment that somebody can give but I mean I guess like you know if somebody's like oh I like definitely um like see Jesus through you Mm -hmm. that is definitely that would be like you know the compliment (laughs) yeah of course well, first of all, I I agree. I think anything that's very affirming of what you know you really value. Like honestly, when you talked about joy, of course that would mean a lot to me if somebody said that to me. But mm-hmm. it's not something I typically think about so much intentionally. I don't think about the importance of joy, which is sounding very bad. I'm realizing no. it as I'm saying it, but no. um, but I think you know that shows that okay, what you really value, and then when somebody affirms that. Oh, how much can that mean? You know, to you that that means a For lot. Sure. Um, but also, I do want to say that even though, like we mentioned, this is honestly our first pretty much legitimate voice to voice conversation. I guess it's an audio call. Um, all those things you said, I totally think it's true. I really, really yeah. do. Um, we could only have a successful podcast interview if you <laughs> if you were easy to be around. If you were joyful, which we've had <laughs> many a good laugh in this episode. We have, we have. It's been so happy. <laughs> and very much, like you said, you really like that concept of overflow. And you very much, um, I think, overflow the love of Christ. I think it's just so much a part of you that not, I guess, the first five minutes of our conversation could go by without you bringing up Jesus because he's such a big part of you. And I think... Um, that's why I say that definitely everything you said that might be the highest compliments are true of you. And so oh, wow. uh, from one words of aff person to another, I hope that <laughs> does something. Oh, goodness. That definitely <laughs> encouraged me tonight. So thank you. And I, I really, I love listening to your podcast because you give like, one, we talked about listening and I really think you're a good listener for reals. I'm not just saying that because we talked about it and also like being a good listener and like you, you ask really intentional questions because you care well for other people. Mm. And I think that is an overflow of your love for Christ um, is your love for people. So I hope that encourages you as well. It does. Thank you. As a, as a normal human, I would say stop, but as a words about first, I'm like, keep going, going. load it on. <laughs> we should have a bonus segment where we just take turns like launching at each other. <laughs> good words. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been so good to have you on Sid. And again, like this goes for any of my guests, but like, I think, I think while the interview is happening, I, I failed it take time before I say thank you. I just like get my mind so wrapped up and like, okay, what's going on? Like just making sure it goes smooth. But after I hang up, I go to sleep that night and just sit there and think about that 
is such a big deal that the people in my life are so willing to pour their time and their love and their care, intention, all the things into this little passion project of mine, you know, and like give me an hour or two of their time uh, to feed to something that I love doing. And honestly, that's kept me sane over the summer. And so, yeah, I mean, we love doing it. I'll speak for us all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I I feel it is a vulnerable thing to like put your voice out there, but uh, it just, I don't know. It just speaks to what a cool and great person you are. So I, I so appreciate you. And um, as you know, we could go on forever. I think we could probably definitely go on forever. <laughs> It'd be interesting <laughs> if we just put ourselves in the same room in real life, which has to happen someday. Oh goodness, it has to. Okay, one day if the if the devotional account Instagram crew is listening, it's gonna happen. We're gonna have a meetup. Um, we all reunion. have to. We all have to see each other. Yeah, reunion, and, and we flash. can only go by our account names <laughs> from the past. <laughs> okay, we have to say this. We have to say this. <laughs> Can we do like signing off? <laughs> okay, let's do that. Oh no. I can't even. Yours will be so much more tame and socially acceptable than mine. Well, if we're signing off, I just want to say first, thank you for having me. And it was so fun and I loved it. Thank you, Sid. All the same. All right, now go. Okay, <laughs> signing off. This is at doodling with Sid. <laughs> you kept the at symbol. <laughs> I don't even know if I could do it. I might take multiple you have takes. To, you have to do it. No, I I want to. I want okay, to. Okay. Okay. Signing off. This is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> this is gonna take an hour. Okay. Um, coming to you from. <laughs> okay. Stay classy, internet. This is at Jesus is my aesthetic. <laughs> oh, okay. That's out there. It's that's that. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. This has been so good. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. <laughs> Such a pleasure. Bye.